what's good, Bracago? This is Khalif Adams. This is the Spawn on Me podcast, episode 316. This is our Steve Austin show. What up, what up, what up? I hope everybody's doing well out there. I hope you had a wonderful, amazing holiday. I hope everyone was chilling and hope you had fat bellies and you were hanging out with your fam and with your folks that you love getting your getting your hangout on. Uh, I am super excited this week. I want to thank everybody for listening to all the shows. We had a great show last week uh, with the dope folks from Brass uh, Brass Line Entertainment talking all about their new games, Corner Wolves, which is fantastic. And I'm really excited for that bad boy to come down the line. But this week, I have to say, I am so hyped because I always love when we have folks who are returning champions coming back to Bracago. I am rocking with my man, my mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, the one, the only Chris Manning, LD2K. What up? What up? What is the deal? I hope you are doing well, brother Chris. I hope things are good. Uh, I hope that you have had a wonderful, wonderful time uh, during your holiday and everything else that's been going down. How are you doing, man? How's things? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm busy, but I'm really good. And, uh, you know, life, life's been fun and crazy and I'm always filming, always traveling, but it's just, it's, it's one big, really great adventure right now. And I couldn't be more happy to be back home where I think I belong alongside the development team. So it's been, it's been really good. And my Lakers are doing okay this year. So Oof. we're back, baby. So we're feeling good right now about basketball. Your Lakers are doing a damn good job right now. I have to say, as a person who used to have an NBA team, uh, when I lived, <laughs> when I was back on the <laughs> East Coast, it was nice to be able to like basketball and actually pay right. attention to it in a real way. But as a Knicks fan, there is nothing left for me to look at. I'm yeah, done. Man. I'm out of the game it, at this it's point, tough, man. It's tough. I have, I actually have a couple of my really close friends are Knicks fans and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm buying them some tissues for Christmas and, you know, <laughs> some stuff that's like, like, it's like past the point of where you can like actually rib with your friends about the Knicks because it's actually so sad that you just want to like be there for them. You know what I mean? It's like attending a funeral. It's like, I got to, you know, I got to, I got to really put my soul in this thing and make this person feel better. So I, I get it. I get it. We had about, I don't know, five years of that as Lakers fans, really a long time. I know. Um, so, you know, we're, we're getting back into uh, the greatness levels that we should be, but uh, I, I feel for Knicks fans. I feel for Knicks fans for sure. Oh man. I, I think that I've uh, upped my drinking game a lot. Now that I've <laughs> uh, watched my team just go into the abyss at right. this point, like I'm, I'm here in Portland, Oregon now. So we have a great team here in Portland, which is great. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm able to rep them in a, in an actual good way uh, because everything else in, in back East is not working for me in my New York in my New York Knicks days, but well, you got mellow. So it's like kind of like an old Nick tradition, right? Like getting mellow back in Portland, which by the way, finally somebody in the league signed him. Like that was ridiculous. He was sitting on his couch and it was awesome to see him get player of the week last week and mm-hmm. just really thriving with Portland. They needed that extra boost of energy. Cause I think CJ has been struggling a little bit. So it's, it's good to see that you know, for him and for the league. Yeah, it was really nice to be able to see him get picked up in a real way. But also, like, right now, I'm so worried about him because he's, I mean, he's been gone for almost, it's been a full season that he was out of the league. Um, And then had some more time, like, when the beginning of the season started. I'm, you know, I'm always just, like, I'm waiting for him. I'm hoping I have, like, fingers crossed for him because it's a really great redemption story right now to see him kind of come back into the league and and kick behind and get the Western Western Conference Player of the Week. 
Um, but it is also one of those things of like, I know an old body as a, as a person with a body older than mellow at this point, <laughs> right. Uh, right. I'm like, yo, please just don't, don't hurt that man. Let him, I know he's doing a lot right now, but don't get hurt. Don't get I mean, hurt. We have, we have Anthony Davis in his prime. And I think like at least seven, eight times a game, he goes down on the floor yeah. and it's like every single time, you know what I mean? And like that's, I think that's really what the NBA is going to come down to this year is the teams are now so balanced and so competitive. Yeah. Um, even with the recent struggles for some of the top teams in the West and East, like I think it's just going to come down to health, obviously, you know, cause I think the talent's so close this year. So it'll be, yeah, health's definitely a big factor in it, but uh, you know, I, I love seeing Melo out there and, you know, I like trailblazers are a team. I try to watch as much basketball as possible. Um, my, my wife's funny. Like she loves watching the Lakers with me, but like, I'm always turning on like four or five other games. <laughs> and I like, we watch something else. And I'm like, yeah, we can watch something else. Sorry. Yeah. I'm now, and I have league pass up on multiple screens. And, you know, it's just how I am. I just live in diet basketball. So it's, it's, uh, but it's, it's fun to watch the league and, you know, there's so many great players and, being involved with 2k tv I, you know i get an opportunity to talk to a lot of these guys whether they come in as rookies or you know they're veterans it's it's really cool to kind of um be able to connect uh people's love for 2k and athletes and kind of put them together so it's been fun to kind of do it professionally and also it be your passion you know behind the scenes and in real life that's that's what i am i'm a basketball junkie so it's it's a really nice merging of of two passions you know coming together and uh, having a good time with it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's wonderful to be able to have you here, especially because uh, in the video game space, especially if you are not specifically talking about sport sporting video games, a lot sure. of the external uh, or kind of like periphery parts of the gaming industry, they don't dig into sports in that same way. Or it feels like this interesting yeah. thing where folks are like closet sports fans in some weird way. Yeah, like yeah. folks are like, I don't know if I can talk about my sports love because it is a, such a very nerdy uh, culture that kind of sometimes... Uh, kind of pushes against people wanting to talk about the sporting loves that they have but it's great great to have you back i'm super hyped to have you it's been almost two years since we last had you on the show it has been too long and we've tried to connect a couple times i know there's some scheduling conflicts and stuff but um yeah i'm happy to be back man and you know i'd always love coming on and like i said people on my way you know and as i progressed in my career people went out of their way to help me in just little little ways so i always love giving back to people in the community whether it's just going on and interacting with the community watching live streams um you know from a gaming perspective coming on to podcasts and talking sports talking gaming like i love doing all this stuff because before i had the opportunity to work at a, a big you know video game publisher and now a development team side um you know i always wanted to interact with people like that i was hoping that people would share that passion with me so I, I just try to pay it forward with people and love coming on podcasts man you know i can talk my ass off all day long so uh, <laughs> you know it's it's always fun so i appreciate you having me back and, and shout out to spot on me man i mean you're fam at this point like at, at this point like we we look at the folks who appreciate come on that. to our show um we never look at them as guests we never look at them as like internet celebrities or folks who are you know in the in the kind of working gaming space we look at everybody who we bring on to our show as fam we we are super excited for them when they when they achieve new heights and when they when they when they get wins and all that stuff and it was it made me specifically happy um to see you come back to the 2k team um i remember the time right in between that hiatus where you were kind of just hanging out and doing stuff and and you you revamped your your video creation and content creation (laughs) side of the fence which has been fantastic to see so many people give you love about that um but what's it been like to come back to the team and what's it been like to kind of you know regain the reins again 
You know, it's 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 really an interesting story. Um, you know, I think I spent about seven years. For those that don't know me, I spent about seven years on the NBA 2K side, on the marketing side. Uh, you know, working as a community manager, serving as a community manager for the series, and I always had a great relationship with our development team, and I, I think that pays dividends on building a really good relationship with the community as well. Um, I've been playing NBA 2K since it was on Dreamcast. I mean, I literally have all my games set up uh, behind me here. Um, I, I've been playing, I remember coming home in the seventh grade and, uh, you know, playing NBA 2K on Dreamcast, bringing all my friends over, raiding my mom's kitchen, eating Slim Jims and all that, you know, <laughs> food that I could eat back when I was younger. Um, and we would just raid my mom's kitchen, eat all the snacks and have tournaments and play each other. And here I am, you know, now it's 2K20. Um, we're, we're entering a next generation of consoles, which is really exciting from a gaming perspective. But um, it's it's been a really fortunate ride for me. And um, coming back, it was something, it was one of those things where, you know, I worked so hard and so long, and I really felt that I maximized what I could do in that role as a community manager. And mm -hmm. sometimes you have to make tough decisions in life. And it was just one of those decisions where I felt like, it was it was time for me to move on from that and and evolve myself as a person, evolve my career, get back to my roots and content creation, like you said. And um, it was good, you know. It was good to get away. I got back down to Southern California near family, mm -hmm. and uh, I remember the day um, when Rachel Demita left, and I kind of looked at my my wife and I was like, I wonder if we would get a call about that, you know? Like there was kind of like a that's interesting, you know. And, yeah. and she did such a great job with the show, like. I had, I had um, guest hosted on the show before uh, for people that have been watching 2K TV since the beginning. And I had done segments and stuff with Robbie and, you know, eSports segments, especially with Scott O'Gallagher. So I had a history with working with the team. We, we have just a fantastic team. And, uh, you know, it was, it was crazy to get the call. And um, things progressed pretty quickly. Um, and, you know, I had to make sure it was the right move for myself and my family. And uh, it took me about a good a month uh, to talk to family and to talk to friends and make sure this was what the best move was for me long-term. And, um, you know, we got to such a great place right off the bat and I'll just keep it there. Um, that it, it was a really great opportunity for me to now come over to the development side and have a say and kind of bring my community expertise behind the scenes and to now deliver that message to the producers and be able to have that, um, that kind of flow, you know, directly into decision makers in the company. Cause there's a lot of things that people are asking for every single day. There's things that people criticize and complain about. I'm one of those people that doesn't get offended by what people say. If you're going to be rude, I don't really want to listen to your opinion, but <laughs> I all criticism because at the end of the day, the fans that are criticizing the game and giving us love and stuff, that's just going to make a better 2k 21. And we're taking all that feedback. I'm delivering it all to the developers. They're looking at stuff. I'm teaching them better ways to listen to the community hmm. that they maybe haven't looked at before, thought about, right? Because not everybody's an expertise or an expert. They don't have the expertise in community as much as I feel I did. And really, it just comes down to communication, looking at things. We've used 2K TV as a platform to directly pull that audience in one big way. So we take that data and we share that with producers. Sometimes I'll go to Mike Wang and we'll work with him on gameplay questions that he wants answered. So that's another way to function and pull our fans to get that data back to look at and analyze. So it's not the end all be all, but that's a big chunk of the fans playing our game directly that want to engage with us and, you know, look at the, that polling data and to kind of see where the, you know, the fans heads are. And sometimes I'm surprised by some of the answers 
on the polls, like when I look at some of that de- that data. So, you know, for for me, it's really been important, and it was important that I come back, and it's not the Chris Manning show, but it's 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 a show for the community. Yeah. And our philosophy was, you know, I, I was really excited when they told me Alexis Morgan was coming on board as a co-host because um, I had watched her stuff with Slam. Again, I'm a basketball junkie. So yeah, I yeah. Or she works with Amara Baptist. Shout out Amara. She's at the Portland Trailblazers. as their social girl. I knew Amara back in the day from from our Laker days and Laker Nation days. So I just there's this big circle of people that have really um, done so many great things with their career, and, and I have so much respect for them. And Alexis was one of those people. So for me, um, that was a great thing when I heard that, and I knew we could do something pretty special. And most importantly making the fans the stars of the show making the community the stars of the show and that's that's the philosophy that i've i've put in and we've worked really hard to in, improve the show and or enhance the show mm-hmm. to really make the community the front focus of the show and i think we're we're doing some really great things and we're only evolving that um week by week day by day yeah the show has been really really good like it's a thing that i i, I always used to watch it um to see, you know, what the next kind of conversations were going to be amongst, you know, not only the hosts, you and, and Demita and everybody else who who's yeah. gr- kind of grown into the fold. Um, but, you know, it's a great place for folks to be able to um, or for you all to kind of relay things to, to the community in good ways. Right. And and mm-hmm. we've seen some of that even most recently with, you know, my man, my mellow, my man, the czar uh, in yes. the latest episode uh, of 2KTV kind of breaking down some stuff, breaking down some stuff that people would probably never know about. I mean, there's a very small you know audience that, that knows about all the features that are so deeply ingrained into the game. There's stuff that he's doing with play calling that him and OG talked to me about. And I'm like, I didn't even know that was in the game. Yeah. So I, I think this is a great platform to, you know, look at our audiences and look at the people that are new to NBA 2K, look at the people that are veterans, look at the people that are grinding every single day and racing for top rep and stuff like that. Like celebrating chalk, shout out to chalk as the first legend. Like mm-hmm. I don't think I could put in the time and have the patience to, to reach legend, you know? So when I see somebody else that's that committed to reaching that level of excellence, it's like, yeah, we're going to celebrate that. Yeah, we're going to highlight that. You know what I mean? And shout out to all our legends. There's a bunch that just hit this past weekend. And for the people that are cheating, you know, developers are bantering. <laughs> and I got a warning. Like, you will be seen. You will be caught. Like, I try to tell people this. But um, it's 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 just great to kind of – to answer your question, It's it's been great to come back and be deeply ingrained in the community again in a new and reinvigorating way. You know, for me, it's it's – the creative process uh, that's really important for me is not so much being on camera, which is like what I think a lot of people would think is the glamorous part, but yeah. it's really being a producer on 2K TV, coming in working with the other talented producers and making the show about the fans and really using that creative outlet to get the satisfaction from the job. You know, it's not like, oh, you know, we're on camera, cool. To me, it's like the production of content that is really wonderful and really like satisfying, you know, in this role. So that was a big thing, too, is, is being able to have a say and, and produce for the show. That that was a big, important part. And um, that's something that they wanted as well, uh, and especially with community. So that that in a nutshell is uh, is the story. And, um, you know, I couldn't be more blessed and grateful to be back. And, uh, you know, I, I feel the love from the community and I have the love for the community. So I think we're going to do some really great things and make some really great uh, influences on the decision makers for 2K21 and beyond. 
Yeah, I think one of the things in, in, in my man JG, the Don in the chat shared a sentiment that I also kind of share as well, that it was a little it felt weird you not being on on you know on the show and seeing those seeing right. you know you be within that space. And I know we've chatted offline numerous times just about like the process about how all these things kind of work and it's been you know, I, I hear that that passion from you all the time about like it's not about the in front of camera stuff. It's about being able to put on a dope show and, yeah. and about being able to to kind of see a vision kind of come to fruition in, in great ways. What's yeah. been one of the most kind of interesting uh, things that has kind of come back to you in terms of getting back into the groove? Like, I know that there's a, a very different um, aspect to working on the community side and then kind of being on the kind of content creation producer side. But there's this in-between space between you being this uh, this bridge between uh, what you're hearing while you're doing the production stuff that goes back to the team when they're making or making adjustments or you know doing things to help fix the game or, or, or something like that what's some of the things that you've kind of um, found within your new role that were surprising to you? How much that I deliver to the development team that they're already aware of. So as a community manager, I would get lists over to them, but you know, the team's so busy that sometimes you don't get to have a conversation about every item on that list. Right. So now it's like I bring stuff forward and I'm like, here's, you know, enough data and support for things that you need to look at. And they're like, oh, we got this fixed next patch or we got this address or this is like, here's kind of like our list of priorities, right? So it, it's just great to see how engaged everybody is with the community. And I think that's something we're, we're trying to really improve on. Um, at least they look to me as kind of somebody who can um, find out issues or feedback or criticisms or what people want to see more of like it's important to the whole team to make the game better and to make the game what the fans are looking for and i think it's 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 just cool to see that it's surprising to me that they're on top of so much stuff you know they're they're already on top of so much stuff so that that is at the end of the day if i can get that stuff in front of the producers i feel like that's the win right because um they do such a great job at the game. And even though fans are constantly wanting more and more and more, it's great to see that they're on top of it and they're very in tune with what the fans are talking about. And sometimes that can't be done within one year cycle. Sure. Uh, sometimes it can, sometimes it can't. Um, but the, the most important part is that they're looking at that stuff and they're understanding where the fans perspective is coming from what the community wants and why they want it that way. So there's debates and, you know, sometimes it's, I, I talk about on Twitter, there's opinionated feedback that is <laughs> You know, and, you know, sometimes that differs from from viewpoints or we have reasons for doing something a little bit differently than what the community perceives or wants um, for reasons. Right. There's various reasons. So I think it's been um, great to see so many producers just so engaged and especially through the outlet of 2K TV. Like like I said, it's kind of a platform for fans to come in and talk about the game directly. Like, yeah, you have the Twitter conversations and you've seen things like Mike Wing being on Reddit and stuff like that. And, you know, there have always been on forums, shout out to Operation Sports and all those kind of things. Um, we're really just always looking at, at feedback constantly. And I think more producers are as well on a daily basis. And that's something that surprised me um, across the board, like in all, it's not just gameplay, it's 
every department and there are a lot of departments that work on the game you know it's a huge franchise yeah a lot of responsibilities and we just have a great development team so shout out to all of them and you know we're going to continue to help them with uh the vehicle of 2k tv and, and helping get that feedback in um uh, both on social on our social 2k tv channels and through the show you know i think it's a great conduit for the fans to have a conversation with us and to directly kind of impact in terms of changes and updates and stuff like that yeah I think one of the cool things that I've noticed over the past year has been not only this um, kind of greater connection to the community through 2K TV and also through just, you know, uh, events and everything else that's kind of been happening in the space. But it's been really nice to be able to see members of the community show up on 2K TV. Yeah. Like it's been great to be able to have those folks kind of come into the fold and be able to share some expertise or be able to share, you know, what they've been working on within the space too. What's it been like to kind of incorporate those community members into into all the production stuff too? I love it. Uh, I, you know, like I said, we really want to make the community the stars of the show. Uh, Alexis and I are always uh, constantly bringing ideas to the producers and, and um you know, there's a lot of people that work on the show, but it's great to have that voice because I, I really feel like at the end of the day, it's the people that love 2K and it's that passion for 2K that brings everybody together. Whether you're me and you're just playing, you know, till three in the morning with your buddies <laughs> on all night, uh, getting yelled at by your wife constantly, um, or you're, you know, an athlete that plays in the NBA, you're a celebrity, you know, a singer. Like, there's so many people that enjoy the game and that connect through their passion for 2K. So. The key is really just bringing all that passion together through one kind of vehicle, and that's that's 2K TV, right? So it's been great to really implement and infuse more community members into the show and talk to them about various things and get their tips and and you know showcase the top plays, which have always been exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just it's it's a really great platform, and you'd be surprised at how many people. Uh, are in my DMs wanting to come on the show. And it's almost to the point where we're trying to book everybody, but we can't get everybody. But, you know, it's been great that people are engaged and are, are looking at it like this is part of that 2K experience, you know, to come on the show and to be able to talk to us and to be able to be highlighted. Like, that's an important thing for for communities. And I, I just think this is just such a diverse and unique platform in the gaming space um, that it's just a, a really great opportunity for fans to engage in a different kind of way uh, beyond, you know, just the gaming experience. And, you know, I grew up with stuff like NBA and, you know, inside stuff. It's like yeah. you don't see shows like that really anywhere right now. You know, like Rachel Nichols does a great job with the jump. I'm a big fan of the jump. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like some of Katie Nolan's comedic stuff that she's doing on ESPN2 right now. Yep. Like there, there are shows that are kind of finding a really fun niche in the sports world, but I think the art of conversation is kind of dying with, with how social media is. So mm-hmm. it's, I try to bring it back to people's passions for 2k, you know, it's, it's great. Like I, I'm obviously a huge Lakers fan. <laughs> I had the opportunity to talk to Anthony Davis a lot and it was really surreal kind of being there, being a super fan. Right. But I got to like connect with him easily and open, have him open up about his love for 2k it's like he's playing 2k and throwing lobs to his virtual self and having lebron and him do alley-oop dunks and pick and rolls and it's like that's so cool they haven't even hit the court yet and they're building a chemistry through our game so there's huh. just so many like amazing things like that so when i when i go into interviews it's about talking to those guys about that kind of angle and then you have the other side of it which is like our community which these guys are hardcore players and and even to people that are new to the game that's important to you know hit hit on them too you know it's like if you're new to the game 
make sure that these guys are getting enough content out of the show where they can, you know, make sure that they're getting their news, their coverage, kind of seeing what the game's about and also having enough stuff to kind of engage in, um, you know, from all kinds of perspectives. It's not just the hardcore audience, right. Or the super competitive audience, a la the 2k league, which we also cover. So there's this wide spectrum of people that we have to think about. And, um, you know, it's really fun to create content for all those people. I think that's the really big challenge. But at the end of the day, it's people's love for 2K that we try to bring together. And that's that's kind of the goal. I mean, 2K has one of the most passionate, and I say that with a wink and a nod, uh, in lots of different ways, uh, yes. a community that I've seen in a very long time. And I, they definitely will be able to tell you where things are going right and wrong with, with the, the fervor uh, of the internet You're behind fake? them. A are little bit. A little, a little bit right a little, a little bit, bit a little bit um I love it. it's been i mean it's been interesting as a fan who's again like i've been there since the dreamcast days myself right and i and i as a person who's starting to do and has been doing more of that kind of community management work it's been interesting to see uh you know just how everyone is kind of looping themselves in both on the inside and the outside of that conversation mm-hmm. um i think i think uh it's been interesting as well to see this launch in particular uh, because in, in the beginning, I think if, if everyone's being super honest, it was a little bit rocky right in the beginning. Um, and I feel like there was a, 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 a feel from the community that, you know, we, we should be kind of past some of the issues that we've already seen kind of pop themselves up throughout the, throughout the mm-hmm. years. Um, it, how do you, how do you kind of feel right now from, from the kind of team perspective, when you go back to the, to the lab per se, you know, what are the kind of sentiments about like where the current state of 2k right now is at? Like, it feels like, you know, there was a patch that just came out a little while ago and to, to, to fix a couple of things that were in the space, but what's, what's kind of the team feeling like and, and how they're kind of feeling like the, the, the state of the game is right now. Um, looking at feedback, right? So things that are issues, making sure that they're aware of them and or working on them. I think, um, you know, I can't I can't talk too much about where we're at. We have a lot of work to do in the future, uh, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, but with, with 2K20, you know, I, I think there's a lot of really positives. But when issues pop up, again, for me, it's like, I, I don't want to speak on behalf of the team, but... Sure. It's 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 about getting those issues in and making sure they're in the producers' hands, right? Um, and then the fans, need, you know, the fans do need to, and they they will speak up on stuff that they're you know not happy with, and we're always happy to look at that criticism and, yeah. and look at that stuff because at the end of the day, this is a game that we are trying to make the best possible game for the fans, right? And uh, people have a lot of criticisms and stuff, but I mean that's that's with anything in life. I mean, you win you win in two K, you're the best player. You lose in two K, it's two K's fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Like, that's, that's kind of the the sentiment. So, you know, and and honestly, I I think at the end of the day, there's so many ways to enjoy this game. Whether you're super competitive, whether you're a casual fan, whether you're looking for a quick game in the park, you're looking for a simulation experience. Like we try to deliver a very diverse experience that all kind of fans can enjoy. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of challenges there for sure. And you know, we we will never admit to having a perfect game. I don't think any developer would. Sure. But we have a great product that I, that that spans across many different play styles and, and many different kind of players in terms of what they're looking for, and we're proud of that. Um, and then with the issues, like I said, we are the team is constantly looking at feedback 
all the time, you know, and I'll leave it at that. They're very in tune with what the community is saying and, and wanting and, and looking at resolutions for stuff. Yeah. And, and, and me as a person who's, you know, frequenting those forums and, and hearing the conversations online and Twitter and social media spaces, folks, have, folks from the team have been really good about trying to poke back and say, hey, we hear you. We understand that there are some issues. We're working on yeah. some of that stuff and we're, we're hoping to get some of those things better. Um, I, I want to dig back a, a minute or two to something you talked about in terms of like expanding the kind of community that 2K has built. One of the coolest things this year has been the inclusion of the WNBA, which I love yes. the fact that that has become something that's in the game. Do you feel like, or at least, you know, I know you can't give me numbers, numbers, but it's been something that I've been thinking about is like, has the community for all the kind of crying that happened right when the initial part happened, have they kind of like uh, kind of coalesced around that at all? Like have folks been digging into that mode in the ways that you all kind of hope that they would? We see everything, right? We know how many people are playing what modes. You know, we have analytics on everything. The second you press a button on the controller, what you're choosing to do with your time in the game, like there are very smart people that analyze this kind of stuff and make decisions and help bring that to the table for producers and stuff. Um, for me, it's just great because I think it gives women a chance to get an entryway into the series, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think, um, you know, I, I'd be curious to see how many women get into the series and start, you know, I know some female streamers that would come and beat a lot of the male streamers and probably not cry as much. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, to be honest, like, I, I love the fact and I'm, so, you know, I consider myself a big feminist. Like, I'm a pro WNBA fan, right? Same. And I've been wanting this in the game for so many years. And I think we're going to evolve this more in the future, which will be great. But having women in there, it means a lot to me because I've met, I have friends now that I've grown up with that have kids and they're kind of getting into gaming. And I know just from having friends and that have little girls that are interested in what their parents like. And a lot of my friends played 2K throughout the years of me growing up it gives those girls an opportunity or just kids in general, an opportunity to now look forward to, uh, you know, these, these women players that are just kind of changing the game and, and being an inspiration for other, you know, children. And I think that's the most important thing about the WNBA, you know, people want to rag on it in some ways, but I've always looked at the WNBA as kind of like, an, I kind of compare it to like older sixties and seventies basketball respectfully. Yep. Like, I think you have to play when you, when you have less, uh, you know, athleticism to an extent, right. Mm. You have to play with more smarts, right? Like I think back then there was more IQ in basketball, right. Today with the, the you know, advancements of medicine, you know, you have uh, all these athletes, both men and women that are so athletic, it's like almost unheard of. Right. Yeah. And we also live in a time period, you know, you see it with Marvel and like how they're pushing out female um, you know, heroes to the to the front, to the you know the front of Hollywood. I love that. I, we live in a generation that's very pro women. You're seeing a lot of firsts, and I, I love that about today's culture. You know, um, I think that's important. You know, I think people and kids specifically should have something to look up to. Yeah, and you know, to to have them bring their expertise and to to bring the WNBA mode, which it still blows me away with how. <laughs> It's still basketball, but how well the team captured all the WNBA movements, the look of the game, the feel of the game. It, it really plays like, a, a, you know, almost a different game. And I've heard that feedback a lot in a very positive way because it's true. Like, 
um, you really feel like you're playing with these these women that are incredible at the sport they love, and it's just it's just such a great thing to have in in, in our game now. And it's just I think it's the beginning of what we can do with it in terms of potential. And I'm, I'm really excited for the future of it for sure. I mean, I'm super excited about one, the inclusion of women in the game, because it's important to, to be able to have them represented because the league is, the league is doing well in, in respect to, you know, it's yeah. growing. Folks are really kind of coming out of the shells and really representing for, for, for that part of the, for the part of the league in a real way. And it feels in an interesting way, like I remember when I'd go to the park in mm-hmm. there, and this is going to sound like a weird analogy and I'm going to say it out loud. I'm saying it. It's not, don't, don't say anything weird on the internet people, but it's like, I remember there were like the, the old cats who used to bust your behind because they had the fundamentals down. Right. And the fundamentals were like murder. All the folks who were trying to just dribble fast all over you. It was all NYC. I'm going to dribble all over you all day and then not get to the rack and then just look stupid. And it's been dope to be able to see, you know, watching more WNBA games and playing on uh, on 2K to see just how much those fundamentals come through in the game that's um, both in the real and digital versions of themselves. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been really cool to be able to see that kind of come through. I'm, I'm really hoping in the future and I'm sure that you're all kind of working on some of this stuff is like, you know, women being able to, to get their scans in and do all that stuff so that they can even even better represent themselves within the digital space um, in the game that you have. I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hats off to you. We're going to take a quick two minute break. Uh, everybody get some water in the chat. Thank you, everybody, for coming and hanging out. We have Chris Manning, LD2K, rocking with us right now. We'll be back in a minute. Welcome back to the Small to Me podcast. This is episode 316 of our show. We are rocking with the man, the myth, the legend, LD2K, Chris Manning from NBA 2K and the wonderful NBA 2K franchise. If you missed the first part of the show, I don't know what the deal is. You need to get yourself together. You need to fix that. Get your life right. Because I don't understand how you can miss the first part of all that dopeness. Um, Chris is rocking with us. Um, we talked a little bit about, you know, the expansion of the franchise to a certain extent with the inclusion of the WNBA. One of the other cool things that we've seen kind of pop itself back into play is uh, NBA, the NBA 2K League, which is expanding and growing and, and getting bigger by the year. What's the conversation been like in, ter- in terms of the team there as well? Because I know that there has been, you know, 
uh, we kind of always see the draft night, the draft day happen, and yeah. there's a lot of excitement that goes along with that part of the uh, part of the game. Um, but it definitely feels like there's been some refinement as well within even just the process of how people are um, thinking about getting into the league, how they're getting into the league, and how all those things are kind of coalescing together. What's the what's the conversation been around the office in in, in terms of you know the growth of 2K League? Yeah, I mean, it's been so awesome, right? Like, the fact that now, like, NBA teams are employing people for a living to play <laughs> our game, compete in our game, and wear those team colors. Uh, you know, when you talk about esports, it's just such a great opportunity. And more importantly, it's allowing people that have a passion for our game, that play at a very high skill level in our game, to compete, make a living, and just really bring their expertise and, and their skill of 2k and put it on the forefront and that's been the most exciting thing you know uh again for for me and being such a pioneer and growing the esports for nba 2k um it's just kind of like a dream come true to see see a league like this exist and give people opportunity to play 2k for a living i mean it, it, i wish i was that good <laughs> I might be gaming right now you know um but it's 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 fantastic and as you know we've covered so much on 2k tv and we had uh one of the people who's involved in it chan on the show recently and we got to talk to you know black frank white and some of those people that are involved with the 2k league and it's just great to see the support go both ways right like us supporting the nba and being able to have access to cover the show for people you know that maybe aren't checking out the league or haven't been following it and then also introducing new people and new audience to the league that you know maybe want to check it out so it's it's really uh important to us that people are given opportunities and that's that's kind of like the goal we set out to create now the nba has done such a great job with growing the league and now it's becoming an international uh opportunity for people so it's uh it's it's pretty badass man i mean it's it's cool to just watch people compete at that level and you know you get you get past people complaining about the game or criticizing it or you know just having you know casual games and you get to watch a really high skill level take place on the court and i think that's what's really cool and you know i'm really proud of all the professionals out there and uh seeing how hard they work at the game it's you know it's it's no joke this isn't like i'm gonna put in a couple hours and chill out this is you know they're playing eight nine ten hours a day and really studying film and that's that's a big thing you know and it's it's been pretty cool to talk to players and to see people like bear to beast who you know didn't have this opportunity in year one and then all of a sudden year two he's the greatest player on the earth right so <laughs> i love that cat he's dope i uh, like him a lot actually he's so great he cuts wwe style promos and <laughs> I, I love it like i just i love putting the hot mic in front of him and just being like go bear go you know? <laughs> okay he was just gold so and that's a big part of it right it's it's giving Again, people opportunities, and for me personally, that's that's the the coolest thing about the two K league. When you get past all the glitz and glamour of it, it's it's opportunities for people. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the other really cool aspects of the latest game has been, I'm really excited about <clears throat> my career as always and my mm -hmm. player because it feels like the one the production value keeps going up and up and up. Um, it's been you know really dope to see you know you going from the kind of initial spike lee story to now having all these kind of major stars i want to i want to play a quick clip from uh one of the uh, segments within uh the, the my player um mode um yeah. and then i want to when we come back from it i want to talk a little bit about like what's it like to work with some of these high high profile uh celebrities 
I liked Israel's message. Felt like it was on brand. I should have come to you first. I'm trying to make a squad, Issa, not change the world. Can you understand that? Yes. I'll let him know. I met with an agent earlier. Oh. That's good, right? Did you like him? Yeah, he made some good points. Such as? You realize how much money I cost myself by staying in school these last few years? I mean, if I had gone pro earlier, maybe the portal stuff never even happens. <laughs> Is that your string theory? We talked about the risk, Che. We even got you an insurance policy in case you got injured. If I haven't had you in my ear talking about breaking a mold, I might have done things differently. Excuse me? You know I did nothing of the sort. I supported you, sure, but those were your decisions. But you knew better, Issa. You should have stopped me. Jay, I'm not doing this. I'm glad that you found an agent. I truly am. And since it seems I'm no longer needed here, I'll be heading out. Stay true, Jay. Damn. They were all up in their feels in that last segment, in that last clip. That was pretty dope. I appreciate the fact that the production value on all these things are kind of just like ramping up in this really cool way. What's it like to be able to kind of elbow around with folks like Idris Elba and Rosario Dawson and, and all these wonderful folks who are like bringing their talents to, to the 2K series? It's really just a testament to, to how great our team is here and to be able to work with people throughout the years, so many different uh, great actors and actresses and, and people behind, you know, there's so much that goes into a production, right? And it's almost now it's like, uh, it's like a movie um, and, yeah. and to work with, you know, most recently Spring Hill Entertainment, right? Um, LeBron James, uh, you know, Maverick Carter making an appearance to see them bring their real life experiences into a storyline like this from a different perspective that fans don't necessarily get and and maybe you know regular people that aren't in the nba uh don't get is is a really cool thing and then you you add in you know people like idris elba and uh rosario dawson like you just saw in that clip and it's like you're, you're getting you know just amazing actors like i grew up watching rosario dawson so when i knew you know we were working with her just as a fan of her work it's like that's amazing. And then I look over and it's like, Oh, we're also working with Idris Elba too. <laughs> and, you know, and it's, it's, it's so, it's so great to see not only a, a great collaboration between creative people take place and, and a lot of very talented people. Um, but the passion for 2k is there. Right. And I think everybody that gets involved with this brand has a love for the brand. And I think that's something that's really special in this gaming space. Yeah, it's interesting to see those folks kind of come in. And I always wonder, you know, it's like um uh when you when you know when you understand that folks who actually ball are playing the game and then yeah. you're like, "Oh, folks who are, you know, in this project actually play the game and are like actually checking out stuff." That stuff is always is is always great to be able to hear that that's a part of not only, you know, just their their lives outside of what they do, but it, of course speaks to how big 2K has gotten. 
and to have people tell us on 2K TV, players specifically, that they dive into NBA 2K as a as a part of a bonding experience. If they're you know younger with teammates, mm-hmm. uh, they're always playing on the road, and then also you know to be able to you know train and scout other players and teams you know lebron says he hops on 2k to scout other teams to see where he can find his teammates and stuff like this isn't like you know somebody being paid to say that that's like literally real opinions and people talking about the game and what they do and it's it's now kind of one of those things and you know one thing that always stood out to me a couple years ago mark cuban was talking about this is a great platform for people to learn about the history of the game mm. now, I'm a junkie. when i was in high school i was kind of a psycho i bought tapes off ebay old vhs tapes so i could watch <laughs> time lakers i tell my mom and dad you guys kind of conceived me like 10 years too late because i missed the showtime era during the 80s you know i was born in 86 so thanks mom thanks dad uh, <laughs> but I was going back and buying vhs tapes just to watch that stuff and like learn right I'm a basketball like historian. Like I love the history of the game, and I, I think 2K is a great way. I think that's such a great point that he made. It's 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 a great platform to learn about the history of the game, and you have various ways to do that. And I think that's something that's truly special that doesn't get talked about enough, to be honest with you. But um, it's it's yeah, it's it's crazy to hear some of these stories, and I just I, I love hearing them. I love diving into that and seeing why people again have that passion for 2k yeah i mean i mean my my era was in that space too that early that mid 80s early 90s space where you know i was a part of the love the bad boys and then watch show uh, showtime and then watch my my cough cough knicks uh (laughs) uh beat people up in that that rivalry between the bulls and, and the knicks within that space and it does feel like that i mean last night literally i was making my my version of the the spawn on me team with all my logos and, and the floor stuff and all that stuff last night and they made a fantasy draft and, and had you know various players from various eras kind of just on my team um being a part of that that grouping and it, it doesn't feel um it doesn't feel weird i guess that's the way to put it is like they all fit it's like basketball is that great connector in that way uh to be able to bridge some of those gaps between the eras in that in that cool space yeah. um one of the things that I'm really interested in as well, and I know, you know, it's coming down the line and there's been conversations about it because I know Phil Spencer was talking about how he just got his Scarlet uh, the other day and he's like, yo, went home and got his, he's playing on his Scarlet with the, with the dope flex, dopest flex on, on, on Twitter the yeah. other day it was like, yo, I got that joint like 12 months before any of you going to touch this thing. Um, and we're not going to talk specifically about next gen, but I want to talk about um, Stadia uh, as a platform that 2K has embraced and has has put its game on, um, I know that there are various reasons of, of why and and who, what, and where. But what has it been like to kind of have 2K help to usher in, in a certain respect, you know, cloud gaming in a real way too? I mean, I think it's where the future is heading, right? There's a lot of people that would kind of share that sentiment. Uh, I'm personally, you know, I was actually somebody literally asked me today. Um, I hope next gen systems are, uh, you know, non-disc platforms or digital only. That made me sad kind of, cause I like collecting my games. Like I have a collection of games sitting behind me. It's like, I like having my physical copies, but there's a lot of people that are just kind of in this generation that, that just want to you know, click on a game and go. And you know, I like that there's the options, but 
I'd be a little sad, uh, to be honest, if, if I can't, like, collect my physical copies. And yeah. I'm like, series of games, you know? Like, I've been playing Zelda since I was a little kid, and I have all the Zelda games. I, I've been playing NBA 2K since I was a little kid, and I have all the, you know, those games. Halos, Mario Karts. Like, I like having my collection of games right there kind of out, you know, and on yeah. my shelves. It's just a, a geeky thing that I do, but... um you know, I, I think uh, with the Stadia stuff, I haven't. Uh, I, I played a little bit of it on Stadia. Um, I think it's just another great way that people can consume NBA 2K, and I love that. You know, we're always out there when these new technologies arrive, and, and we want to be out there and, and to give people options to play any way they want. And I think it'd be it'll be really cool to, uh, you know, experience the game. Just I learning about Stadia more and more. Um, just seems like a great platform in general for gaming. So. I'm I'm pretty excuse me excited about it and uh you know it'll it'll be cool to kind of run 2K without a console I guess you know that's that's kind of a cool thing. Yeah, that whole like you know being able to play wherever you are in in many different kind of fashions in that respect is is super cool. Like I've I've had a chance to play some of it and it's still working its way into kind of getting into a good space, but it is um really dope to just be like I'm going to open my browser, my web browser and go play some 2K uh and that's that's a very different uh experience to have had um and it does for me as an older as an older gamer um uh to be able to see where we've come from to be able to see where we're at now is just astounding um, it's, it's pretty cool especially with like i said the technology is just advancing and you know i'm, I'm starting to wonder if i'll get in trouble if i play 2k at work uh-huh <laughs> Like, this could be dangerous. I don't know if this is a good idea, but I'm gonna, try I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, we're coming up on the end of the show, but one of the things that I, I, I know, besides all the gaming that you play uh, yeah. and all the things that you're doing uh, with the show and with and with the game itself, I know you play other stuff. I know it's a thing that you're playing other games. I know you're ex- exi- excited about next gen. I know you're excited about, you know, the games that are coming out. Cause 2017 through 2019 has been nuts in terms of like fantastic games for people to play. What are some of the things that you've been playing when you're not playing 2k? I like, uh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I don't get asked that a lot, which is funny. Um, I'm, I'm, I play a lot. I play a lot of stuff. Um, I play probably more games than people think. Um, I like checking out. I'm a big fan of single player games. I know I like I like good stories and games. Um, huge Halo fan. I'm always playing some form of Halo. Master mm. Chief Collection is my jam. I love just sitting back playing Halo One, Two, and Three online. Like that's just I, I love doing that. Uh, Firefight and Reach just came out. So my wife, uh, she doesn't play too many video games, uh, but she does play Halo with me. She gets very aggressive with the sword. She, <laughs> very, uh, she, she turns into a different person when she's playing Firefight and like doing assassinations. It actually kind of scares me. Um, so lets out, she, all that pent-up aggression she lets out on Halo. Love you, honey. Um, but, uh, she, uh, she, you know, we, we play some Halo and, uh, you know, I just, I like single player games, co-op, co-op stuff. Uh, I like Overwatch. Uh, Overwatch is one of my favorite shooters, so we'll play that with friends and groups. Um, yeah, and then I'm just kind of checking out other stuff, like, you know, I'll, I'll be playing Star Wars, and I like just having God of War this, you know, playing, like, through games like God of War. I love I love the God of War series. Um, huge Zelda fan. Been pl- playing Zelda since, you know, the beginning of time. It's one of my favorite gaming series, so there's a lot of... I've played all the games, you know, multiple times. Uh, love Zelda. Uh, like I said, Mario Kart's obviously just it's a great casual experience. Um, yeah, and there's you know, I I, I like 
really playing a lot of games and I stick to, you know, the companies and the, in the series of games that I, that I really enjoyed playing as I've grown up, you know, gaming has been a fun outlet for me. Sports and gaming have been my sports and gamings. have been like my two passions in life. And, you know, I feel really fortunate that I get to kind of combine those for a career. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, it's, it's fun. And, and to see what other, um, I think when you work in this industry, I think a lot of people tell you this, you, you gain a deeper respect for, for what people do in terms of creating games. And um, there's a deeper respect level for all developers out there that maybe have, you know, some have it better than others for sure. And, and some have bigger challenges than others. So I think um, everybody kind of supports each other in the industry, which I think is really important. And, and, you know, that's that's a really good thing to see people supporting other people, because at the end of the day, we're all here because we have a passion for it. Right. And so um, I think playing those games that inspire you and, and playing what you enjoy is great. But I know every time I have my basketball fix, you know, I'm right back on 2K. <laughs> that's just the truth of it. We all get frustrated sometimes and we're like tossing the control over our head. Um, but you always come back and you're, you're just, you're just ready to go. And I, I think that's something that's special about, you know, our 2k brand. So, um, when I'm not like cursing and getting really frustrated because <laughs> competitive, people don't know that about me, but I'm very hyper competitive. Like, I don't like losing at all. So, you know, I'll talk a lot of smack sometimes. I need to make some burners probably sometimes. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I play a lot of different stuff, but uh, I'd say like you know I've been playing a lot of Halo lately. Yeah. I like speedrunning too. Is that weird? Like I like I like speedrunning the Halo games. So oh I watch, yeah, I watch a lot of a lot of games done quick. I love watching people that know how to speedrun video games. I think that's one of the coolest things in gaming. So uh, I studied all the Halos and could speedrun all the Halos like alongside the world record holders not quite as good as them but i I know all the tricks and love doing those and running people through it and getting them achievements that's dope i didn't know that i did that's a that's a very cool thing go chat that's a really good tidbit that no one did there's something weird about just like i love watching the world record holders and just like studying how they run through the levels and stuff and the tricks and like you know hitting these part-time scores and and i i love that stuff especially with the halo campaign so that's that's kind of like a, a fun thing that I, I do on the side that people don't know about nice nice i gotta get you in touch with one of my boys uh grand pooh bear who is one of the okay. best speed runners in the mario maker and mario games community so i gotta get you oh. all connected and, and, and see guys are insane mario maker looks hard <laughs> i haven't played that but that looks hard they they are fantastic they do such great work it's been it's been really dope to see them grow in that space um yeah. we're about to let you go it's been of course amazing to have you rock with us again like you like you said you've always supported us always been fantastic to us and and, and has always given us love and it looks really really dope i'm really excited for the next uh, layers that are coming to 2k it feels like you're all thinking about the best ways that you can support the community uh, uh, uh give them new modes to check out like that's the thing we didn't even get a chance to really dig into it i'll ask you the question in a second sure. about like what's coming next to, that you're really excited about um and and it always it always is great to be able to have you to come through because you are definitely fam uh, uh when you come here uh, as a part of the bracago team and a part of the bracago nation um thank you again chris for rocking with us this week and every week let the folks know at home where they can find you and if they want to reach out uh where they'll be able to, to get up with you 
Yes, yeah, so I'm on Twitter at LD2K. It's my personal account, not a work account, but uh, I do talk 2K on there from time to time. I'm always reading stuff and feedback and stuff, and I, I do engage with our influencers and stuff. Um, but more importantly, you find me on 2K TV, which is streamed via the game, and it's also up on YouTube for people that don't. Uh, you know, my mom doesn't know how to navigate the menu. So <laughs> uh, shout out, mom, to watch all the episodes. Um, but, you, you know, we're, we're always uh, here for the community. And like I said at the top of the show, our goal is to make the fans the stars of the show. And so we have some really dope content coming out soon. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it yet, but okay. I will just say it's focused 100% on our community members and their passion for basketball and stuff they're doing off the court. So that's I'll, I'll leave it at that. But I'm really excited for this because this is going to be, I think, a really great spotlight on community. And, um, yeah, we're just, you know, we're, we're excited. We have new episodes coming out every Friday at 4 p.m. We'll be dropping right in the show. You can engage, earn some VC, earn some cool 2K TV stuff for your My Player. And, of course, you can see the great Chris Manning and Alexis Morgan. I was going to say Alexis Morgan, but, you know, she she I don't want to build up her ego. Yeah. <laughs> she's great well we gotta we gotta snack her because she's fantastic she she's she she brings a very very dope vibe to to 2k tv and and you play you two play really well off each other so that's that's always great we have fun fun with it and she's passionate about 2k which is really cool she's always learned new stuff and you know she's excited and she lives and breathes nba yeah yeah so i'm gonna lobby a couple things before we let you go one i gotta figure out a way to get into the game i don't know how it's gonna happen maybe if in the social tab somewhere i gotta figure that out get you in there somehow two we definitely have to play some actual basketball we've played we've had too many hangout sessions on the show for us of not to have actually played together so i gotta figure that out i need to get back in shape but yes (laughs) yes we need to play some ball and maybe in real life and definitely on 2k um and third uh we gotta give you again massive amounts of props for 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 getting back on the horse making 2k tv fantastic and uh, i'm telling you now it is definitely one of the best parts of of the experience of that whole ecosystem and and it is really coming together in a fantastic fantastic way um stick around uh for about five more minutes we're going to give you uh a little bit of chance to talk to some of the folks in the chat on our mini post show uh everybody who's listening to us here in podcast land x-ray land and on twitch land we're going to sign off here for this week of spawn on me make sure you're checking out our newsletter make sure you sign up for our patreon to help support us and make us grow uh and we're going to be at the game awards next week in la hanging out i'm probably gonna bum rush the stage and go say what up to to uh jeff Keeley and to uh hideo kojima i'll just bum rush the stage uh and then i'll get arrested but it'll be dope uh until next week massive love to you all and we say peace the spawn on me podcast can be found every tuesday on all podcast platforms and portland radio at xray.fm 107.1 slash 91.1 you can find us live every Thursday on twitch.tv slash me. If you want to reach out to us on the show, you can hit us up on our site, spawnonme.com. You can find all our social media information about our Twitter, Instagram, and everything else alongside our contact page if you want to reach out and shoot us a message or a business partner. Much love to you all. Thank you so much for listening every week, and we say peace.